Let's hear the story. Nathan, have you got the Bible reading? The story of that first Easter Sunday. The reading is Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 12. Jesus has risen. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. In that Bible reading, that uh, there's bewilderment, and you can't blame them, can you? Trying to understand what had gone on. They weren't expecting, even though Jesus had told them, they weren't expecting that he would come alive again. I think every Easter sermon I've delivered has been about showing you the proof, if you like, or the evidence that it was real. And I've gone through about uh, how, what other explanation could there be that fits with the evidence. I've uh, talked about how many people Jesus met as a risen Jesus on 15 occasions in the Bible, it says. And on one occasion there was 500 people. But this year is different. I'm not going to try and prove the resurrection. Because of some research that was done last year, which if you're statistically the same as the research, and it was done in the UK, then almost everybody here will believe that Jesus rose from the dead. And so what I'm going to concentrate on is what difference does that make? If Jesus rose again, what difference does that make? Now, if you still need convincing about the, the resurrection, there's some books out on the table there. Might there be more to Easter? And why Easter? And I suggest you read those. But for now, I'm going to concentrate on three reasons that Easter changes lives. Three areas. So the first area is over here. It's not because you're over here. It's just logical that this is your past 
but it's to everybody, that Jesus' resurrection changes your past. I believe that Easter and the resurrection changes the present. And guess what? Jesus' resurrection changes your future. Past, present, future. The Easter story, the resurrection, changes lives. Our pasts are sometimes blighting our present. There can be things we've done wrong. There can be things that people have done to us which can really hold us back and affect us and so that we can't go on. Well, just hear a reading from the Bible. Colossians 2, verse 14. He has forgiven all of our sins, cancelled every debt we owe. Christ has done away with it, nailing it to the cross. Anybody heard of the phrase, he nailed it? He did it. And we've seen them going into the, into the bin. And Christ died so that those sins are forgiven. So if we have messed up in the past, confessed it, then they've gone. Don't recycle them. They've gone. And what about things that have happened to us? Well, Galatians 5 verse 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened by a yoke of slavery. Sometimes we can be slaves to what others have done to us. Come to the Lord. He who... Jesus who died and it seemed that everything was wrong. What they did to him. But then on this day, we remembered how God empowered him to come alive again. Jesus dying and rising again changes everything. Claim that forgiveness and move on to forgive others. And move on in the power of Christ. The present. Sometimes life can be tough. Anybody ever known any tough times in life? Yes. See if this rings any bells. I feel powerless to change the situation. I feel powerless to break a bad habit. I feel, feel powerless to save a relationship. I feel powerless to get out of debt. I feel powerless to manage my life. If you've ever known those times, you know that you need power. Where does that power come from? Well, listen to this verse of Scripture, Ephesians 1, verse 19 and 20. How incredibly great is His power to help those who believe in Him the same power that raised Christ from the dead. So imagine what power it takes to raise Christ from the dead. Well, that same power can help you in your lives. Right here and now, let us rejoice in the power that Easter has, the power 
of the Holy Spirit working inside us for our present. The resurrection changes lives. And if you don't know that power, ask him. And if you want somebody to pray with you, ask someone. And then finally, the future. And I'm going to concentrate on one aspect of future, and that is death. Not a very nice subject. Something that's not really spoken about. You try it. Put it on your Facebook account. Anybody want to come tonight and talk about death? You won't be inundated, I don't think. But let me tell you something which you may or may not be aware of. Everybody here will die. We will all die at some time, and so surely only a fool would go through life unprepared for something that they know is going to happen. So let us talk of death. But of course, today we talk about Jesus who died and then came alive again to pave the way so that uh, we who love the Lord can go to heaven. Because there's, there's something going around that, oh, well, everybody goes to heaven. I don't think that's right. I think you need to be sinless to go to heaven. So there's two plans. There's plan A, we can go through our lives without ever committing a sin. Okay? I wonder, put your hand up if that applies to you, who's never done anything wrong. <laughs> who's never done anything wrong. So then we have to resort to plan B. To be perfect, we can't do it. We need to confess our sins. They go into the bin. They're gone. And the resurrection shows that God has done away with the sins and that we perfect to go to heaven. How good is that? So be assured, if you love the Lord Jesus Christ, heaven awaits. So you can talk about death because of the joy of Easter Sunday. So I'd encourage you to believe in Easter, believe in the resurrection and if God has been speaking to you about your past, about your present, about your future, then just come before the Lord and just let him speak into your situation. But it's not just about us as individuals. We can share this message to others. The whole world needs to know this. And as we look at this film strip here, Pam mentioned it in the prayers, that over Lent, people have been praying one section at a time through Lent in the two days, two days a week. There's each continent of the world. We've been praying for the world. There's also different aspects. There's the interregnum, the, when wouldn't selling myself leave 
There's our people there, our vision for the future, our mission, our neighbours, our community. That this message of good news is for us, for our community, for our neighbours, for our congregation, for the world. So today, let's believe it and see what a difference Easter makes. Amen.